forsaken by the team before Israel and Adam. God forsaken by the team before Adam's sin. God forsaken by the team before the foundation of the world. Now, I don't know about you, but that makes me feel important. Makes me feel valuable and, and have this sense of awareness that God really thinks about me. You know, uh, you know when I first Sense of sin. 
of sin consciousness, without the sense of sin, guilt, condemnation, or inferiority. Not pleasant. And so the devil wants you to feel less than God says you're more than. Much more of that which you're seeing the abundance of grace and gifts of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. God wants you to feel like you are who he says you are. Now, how do you get to know who you are? You look in the scripture, and the book of James says it this way, into the mirror of the word, and he says some people, they forget what kind of man, they walk away from that mirror, and they forget what manner of man they were. Uh, so that means you've got to keep looking into the mirror. And you look good today because you looked into the mirror today. Right? And, and if you don't look in the mirror, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, yesterday my wife woke up and her hair was going different direction. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad she looked in the mirror. She's glad I looked in the mirror. And so you look better when you look in the mirror. As a Christian, and you walk in front of the mirror of God's Word, and you look into that mirror and see what kind of person you are, how God sees you. And these again, He ever in Christ, all these scriptures in the New Testament, the one in 30 of us, you in the New Testament, they tell you who you are, what you have, and what you can do in and through Christ. And, and, and if you look at them, you start looking like that. You start thinking like that. I mean, you know, when you were a kid, your parents named you. They were thinking about you probably before you were born, right? They were thinking about what they were going to call you. They named you, and then you came into this world, and they said, this is who they most people have figured that out before they're born. All right, so, and so they had a name for you. And so that was your identity. Now, when you were a little baby, you know, the Bible teaches us that we are to receive it, uh, uh, and really receive the word as little babes, the sincere milk of the word that we may what grow thereby. And so you receive the word, you receive the name, and your parents called you by your name. your life. I mean, when you were growing up, you were hearing your name. You may have Billy, or she called that Rebecca. Right? And she kept calling it Rebecca. And, you know, as Deborah grew up, she was confident in her name, her identity. The name is Deborah. And so she lived with that. And, you know, you could try to go over to Deborah and say, um, what's your name? She said, Deborah. Thank you. 
And so, uh, as a Christian, you want to look into the mirror of the Word and see yourself as the righteousness of God and see that you're accepted in the beloved. Verse 7, in whom we have redemption through His blood, even the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His what? Grace. So it's by grace you're saying, not of works, lest anyone, no one can boast. Your righteousness is a gift. You can't earn it. You can't deserve it. You can't uh, finally meet up to uh, some standard of your own. You just receive it by grace. I say grace. So grace is more than what you do at your mealtime. That's something that's expensive. Uh, you know, that's how much by grace. The grace of God is God's awareness able that you didn't earn is simply God gave it to you by His work of redemption. The blood of Jesus made the grace of God available to you and to me. And what Jesus did in His death, burial, and resurrection says that now you can receive this abundance of grace and this gift of righteousness, and you can have a right relationship with God. And somebody shall be healed. So righteousness is all that God demands and approves. Scofield said it that way. Righteousness is all that God demands and approves and is ultimately found in Christ. And on his salvation. Ultimately. I know what you think time and even real. A lot of people, a lot of religious, from people, a lot of religions, a lot of even churches, even Christian churches, they look for righteousness in a lot of different ways. There's one way to find it. Because there's only one way that you can get it. There's only one person that you can get it from. Jesus. Amen. You receive it from Jesus. Because Jesus, 1 Corinthians 6, uh, 1 Corinthians uh, 1 and verse 30 says, But of him are you in Christ Jesus, but of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness. You can't get this righteousness somewhere else. It's not the no wholesale righteousness. You know, like, uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to the dollar store. Uh, you know, I'm going to, and it used to be a dime store. I remember those days. Those days are gone forever. All right, so. Uh, out of the five and down. When I was a kid, the five and down. Five dime store. And from five and down to dime. And from dime to dollar. Ninety-nine cent store. All right, so you can't get some wholesale righteousness. No, you get it one place, only one place, and that is in Jesus Christ. And we see it very clearly from the Scripture. It's ultimately found in Christ himself. Romans chapter 8, verse 1, please. Romans chapter 8, verse 1. It says, There is therefore now no... Look at your neighbor, no. <laughs> there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Therefore, now no condemnation. I say no condemnation. So, for those who are watching live stream, and you were at spiritual awakening conference this morning, or this week, and you didn't make it to church this morning, because you wanted to rest, you're going to hear what happens. Therefore, now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Those are in Christ. 
and all around now, but when you get there, it's now. I can't live my future. I have to live now. And so there's therefore now no condemnation. In other words, there's no time in your life for condemnation because there's no condemnation. When you do face it, you deal with it. And what do you do when you deal with it? Right now, there's no condemnation. In other words, I'm not going to let condemnation control my soul, my thinking, my attitude, the way I live my life. I'm not going to let condemnation at any time, no matter when it is. I'm not going to let condemnation rule my life because I've discovered my identity. My identity is in Christ. Right? So in Christ, think with me, in Christ means your spirit. It's your spirit that's joined to the Lord, correct? If it's your spirit that's joined to the Lord, and in Christ there is therefore now no condemnation, and that is reality. Because in the spirit, your spirit, man, is righteous. Your spirit is righteous. There's no condemnation in him. There's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Who then? Oh, there's no condemnation. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. You know, if you hear people quote that verse, a lot of people quote the first part. Well, then there's some people that are really about, you know, the flesh, and they, they're great to quote the last part. But you got to quote both parts. Realizing your union with Christ provides you with the righteousness that frees you from all condemnation. Now, if you walk in the Spirit, now, Pastor Isaac, how many here for the conference that you heard him talk about being on one side or the other side? He said, on the, your identity uh, may be being on the uh, Spirit side or on the flesh side. He called it humanity and divinity. So you're talking about being on one side or the other, and, and everybody's on one side or the other. If they have a little mixture, they go back and forth. Right? So uh, if you're walking in the Spirit, you're going to be free from condemnation. If you're walking in the flesh, then see how disobedience. You're probably going to have a condemnation. and you have the ability to walk in the Spirit. Galatians 5 says, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. In other words, it's not about just trying to uh, do everything to try to control your life. It's about walking in the Spirit, and that power that's in the Spirit enables you to be free from the works of the flesh, and the flesh that dominates you rather than your flesh dominating your spirit. Your spirit dominates your flesh, and your spirit is the righteousness of God, and enables you to live free from sin, and then, therefore, live free from guilt and shame and condemnation. Are you with me? All right, so God doesn't want any one of us living in sin, guilt, condemnation, or inferiority. So, therefore, he has provided the way in Christ for you to live free. Now, this is an ongoing maintenance program. Accepted, you're, you're guilty, you're, uh, you're, you're feeling condemned, and you're 
Just get a little long. 
righteousness that you are who God says you are. And so when the devil comes to condemn, it gets you on the other side rather than the spirit side. Gets you on the flesh side and gets you to buy into uh, this guilt thing, this guilt trip. Listen, if you have sin, confess it. God will forgive you, cleanse you, wash you, but get back up. Amen. And reestablish. I am righteous. I am a child of God. I am who God says I am. I look into the mirror of God's word and I reinforce who God says I am. And it can just eradicate sin consciousness out of your soul, out of your mind, guilt, and all of that shame and all of that stuff that tries to dog your tracks and doesn't want to let you know because the devil hates freedom because he's not free. He hates you to be free. He likes everything he does is about bringing people into bondage and under his control. And so he hates it when people are so confident in who they are in Christ Jesus because he knows he cannot control them any longer. They are free. Because when you know the truth, the truth shall make you free. Hallelujah. Who the Son has set free is free indeed. God's will is for you to live free from guilt, shame, condemnation. All of that stuff is not your destiny. Hallelujah. You have a new identity in Christ Jesus, and you have a destiny in Christ Jesus. If God chose you in Him before the foundation of the world, think what else He might have planned for you. You are God's workmanship. You are created in Christ Jesus. The devil might have uh, got you off course, and you maybe didn't even know about Jesus growing up or uh, have any relationship with God and just messed your life up and sin, but God still had a plan, and you're not there now. You're here. Hallelujah. You're in Christ, and now, thanks be to God, which always causes us to try. Therefore, there is therefore now no condemnation. Forget the past and know God has a new destiny for your life. It was his plan all along. It was his purpose all along. You just were off course and off track. But thank God you're not off course. You're not off track. And if you are off track, we're trying to switch the track for you today. Help you to get back on track. Get your train going down the right track. Amen. Get your spirit and your soul in gear. Hallelujah. And live your life free from shame, guilt, condemnation, and inferiority because God Himself has provided it for you. But you've got to 